Hello and welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast, where coaches who are not quite ready to hire a team can learn sufficient skills in tech, marketing, and systems to bring their business forward and become profitable enough to make their first hire. Let's get started with your host, Alverne Bullard. Hello, and you're very welcome to the Success Unscrambled podcast. This is Alverne, and in this episode, we'll be looking at how long should an online course be? I know, interesting. So Eva sat in front of her desk contemplating how to set up the online classes she dreamed of launching. But how long should an online course be, she thought. She didn't want to prepare an online content that would be too cumbersome for students to complete. For over two years now, Eva has been a digital marketer and quite successful at it, but now she wants to launch into the online course space. For what exactly? Well, to bring her knowledge and skills to students who want to learn. She glanced over at her email list to see the number of emails requesting her to start already. It made her even more determined. If you are like Eva, seeking to also put your course out there in the online space, you might find yourself asking questions like these. What is the ideal length of a class? How long should I make courses so that my students can enjoy the lessons? Will people appreciate a longer course or do they prefer shorter ones? Will my prospective students be willing to pay for a course if it's too long or too short? How long are master classes? Will I make more sales if I make the course a bit longer? Will people feel my teaching won't have value if it's short? I think I need to increase it a bit, say eight hours or more. All of these are valid questions. So stick to this resource if you want good answers to that, that will guide you through. In this episode, you'll learn everything you need to help you determine the ideal length of your online course, including lessons and modules. So what are the factors that affect the length of your online course? It's not just about putting out online programs, right? You want your students to get value from what you will teach them in your e-learning course. Depending on the course and the technicality, course content shouldn't be less than 30 minutes or even more than four hours. There is no set real rule on what the length of an online training should be. However, from the process of course creation, you will understand how teaching goals affect online course length. There are other things you might want to consider about the length, which include things like activities that you provide, what course material will you use, how thoroughly will you dwell on the subject, and so on. An ideal course length can depend on a variety of factors. In all, your course should be long enough to cover everything that your students need to know without taking much time. What course material do you use? Let's look at that for a second or three minutes. Before putting together a course for your online training, you need to help to keep things at the back of your mind. Check the content material you're putting together and ensure it's not too complex for the learners. Knowing a particular subject well well doesn't automatically translate to knowing how to put that knowledge together to teach someone else via online learning. I know this might sound a bit weird, but that's true. Why is this? Most course creators make the mistake of thinking the students are at the same knowledge level as them. They make the course so complicated and too long to the point that it is too difficult for students to understand. You have to identify common gaps in your students' knowledge. Put yourself in their position and ask, as a beginner with little or no knowledge about this subject, will I need all of these? Your aim shouldn't be to make sales, but to impart knowledge, skills, and valuable information. So let your priority be the students. 
Okay, let's look at how to, how you spread out the, the modules and lessons. At the time of compiling the course, it's if it's getting too long, then you should consider dividing it into modules and lessons, covering your course topic by spreading it out. Learning, um, spreading out learning materials can help your students reach their learning objectives in less time. Spreading out information in this way will help the lessons be concise for better comprehension. Ideally, the range of each should be between. 5 to 20 minutes, a maximum of 25 minutes. As I mentioned earlier, your students don't want anything that is unnecessarily too long or complex. So there's no need to make a video content that lasts <laughs> five hours. Also consider that your students have schedules. Some might have active jobs or run a business. Think about that, what their day would be like and make videos that can cover at their own pace. Students appreciate it when lessons are in smaller bits rather than having the whole chunk all at once. This method is also an excellent way to help the brain grasp information better. And it, it reminds me of a program I recently enrolled in um, this past week. And the, the actual, um, I suppose, map of the course laid, laid out step by step but the actual first lesson is two hours long, which I thought was really strange um, because it's this is the lesson or even a program that got a lot of reviews, very high ratings, people are getting success. So obviously during the actual um, cons consuming of the content, I need to pause the video after half an hour, go and do something and come back the next day and, and continue on, which is a bit strange. Don't be that person <laughs> unless your, your course is like flying off the shelf like hotcakes. So how to create a good online, a good course outline. Spreading out course activities is a great way to facilitate better learning. It is good practice to put the basics of the course first. If your students need to learn about the terminology used in the field of study, then it should be in the introductory section for easy access. Let them, let them be appropriately introduced to the lesson plan. It will keep them excited and have an end result of helping them anticipate more information. The introduction should also contain the instructions they must follow. This includes how to follow through with the remaining modules and how to carry out the activity lessons collected in the course. Each lesson activity should be coordinated to give the best learning experience by using invaluable learning techniques. You might also um, include an interactive section in between lessons, say a video about two to five minutes long that requires them to um, take a quick test, a check an understanding of the online course so far, or even, um, you know, go and do a short um, practice test or, or practice module or something like that. Okay, so those are the questions around um, factors that affect the length of your online course. So now let's jump into what factors affect how long a student can concentrate, because this is so important. So according to studies, many factors affect attention spans. Factors can range from things like um, the, students end, on the student's end of the course itself. Let's look at some of them. The passion for knowledge is number one. How seriously a person takes something will largely depend on how interested they are in it. The same applies to learning courses. If the lessons are essential to them or of great interest, they will be more willing to engage. In addition, the better designed your course is the more willing they will be to pay attention. Let your course be captivating as well as educational. It will capture your students' interest and they will appreciate what you offer in the online education space. Engaging courses. If you want to get, that's number two, by the way. If you want to get a maximum concentration from your students, choose activities that will get them to participate. Even though you know the courses are 
for learning, you can also incorporate a way to teach the lessons that will make them uh, make it more fun for your students. You can make some lessons interactive. It could be two to four, four minute video, get them to complete a quick question and answer section or practice what they learn even. Especially something like um, something practical, like um, for example, in the in the marketing space, uh, maybe to create a a, um, a Twitter account, create an Instagram account, create a Facebook page, you know, something interactive, so that they can, you know, end of a lesson, put it into practice. The end of the next lesson, put it into practice. It's one of the the, um, the courses I enrolled in recently is just like that. It, uh, it has all the different elements like branding, you know, describing ICA. Map out your course outline because I'm I'm doing a, a what do you call it a beta program as well and you know it's very you know interactive that you take what you've learned and then you apply it. You can also give them practical classes, tests, personal research projects um, to carry out. Let them be actively involved in the class, and you will see an increase in engagement and interest. And that really goes really well. Of course, not every course is like that, but if your course has a propensity to give them exercises at the end of each module or each lesson, then please go ahead and do that. Number three, easy easy to achieve. Students want to start and finish a lesson without fail. So if you're going to get the best from them, don't make them afraid of by painting a picture of a very tough and complicated course that uh, they are bound to fail. This will give them cold feet and they already have the mindset of a challenging course. Instead, find a right way to communicate that it's something that they can um, be done if they put their mind to it. And, you know, sometimes it doesn't even have to be hard or complex. Okay, yes, you have things like coding, but coding could be some for some, coding can be fun for some people. Okay, at number four, we've got quality video and audio. So this is so important. Since you are creating an online class, you should use high quality graphics and videos. High quality improves appeal to students. Don't forget that people leave reviews online about the courses they attend. The best way to do this is to invest in quality visuals. The recommended video quality is um, 1080p. And number five, we've got a class that sparks enthusiasm. Switch things up a bit. Instead of your conventional way of introducing a topic of a new module, add some suspense by revealing some clues about what to expect in the previous class. This creates a mystery that generates enthusiasm for the next class. Okay, so that what we went through there, just as a reminder, is factors that affects your students' concentration. So let's look now at how long should your video lesson and lessons be? This is a debatable topic, but let's get into it. The big question is, what is the easiest way to structure your lessons and videos so that they won't be too long or too short? Even though you want to create great content, you should also consider determining how long your videos and lessons should ideally be to ensure student engagement. This will also determine whether people will appreciate the time they've invested in taking the course and if they would want to buy it at an even higher price tag. Okay, the first thing to consider is relevancy and quality of the course. The main objective of an online course is to educate and provide needed information to people. If people are going to appreciate what you do, then it must be relevant to them and it must answer questions in their hearts. To have a large quantity of content, course builders make the mistake of stuffing information that is not necessarily relevant to their courses. This degrades the quality of your course, of the course, of your course. If it is your course, you want to make your class the best thing that has happened to them. Best thing since sliced bread. And the second thing is the attention span. 
So the attention span of an average human keeps decreasing, and especially with constant use of technology. People are used to getting things done in a shorter length of time. Think of it this way. People will move away from a video that doesn't capture their attention in at least eight seconds. I know that sounds really strange, but eight seconds. That's how short attention spans have become. So to get your students' attention, don't put out lessons that are too long. Or if it is, it needs to be long, make sure it's captivating there. It's broken up into sections and it's captivating all the way through. Even in psychology, it's easier to understand a lesson when it comes out in a smaller portions than taking a long lecture. Long versus short courses. Point blank, people tend to like shorter videos. People are busy with so many schedules and deadlines to meet. And if it is in the midst of all of that, they want to take up a course. They don't want that one that will take up too much of their time. Students want a well put together video that they can catch and understand quickly without wasting extra time. So how long is your short online course? It's a point to consider. A study that has analyzed the watch time of video courses considered a sample set of 7 million videos from various learning platforms. It was found that learners found videos that lasted six minutes or more are more engaging than videos that take a longer amount of time. So if you are a course creator and you want the best engagement and positive feedback, then you should look at best practices. It would be best if you prioritize making videos below five minutes or at most five minutes. This method has been tested and proven as an effective way to get the highest engagement from your students. Okay, that is in terms of um, long versus short. Now let's look at the effective ways to keep your students interested. Number one, create short videos. We mentioned I mentioned that before, but I'll, I'll just go through briefly. Um, people don't want to spend too much time of their time on online lessons. They want to be able to manage their time so rather than making long videos that last for hours make videos students can engage with quickly. Think of yourself in a classroom listening to a long, boring lecture. I've been through that. It was, I think it was called finance. No, I think um, management, financial management. I think it was, it was very boring. In that scenario, you are forced to wait until the end. Um, not so in an online course. It's just you and your screen. So you might as well uh, switch it off. Help your online students have a better learning experience by decreasing the time they must invest in to complete your course. Please give them um, modules and lessons in more digestible chunks. It will facilitate the engagement you want to see. Um, and in saying that, it will be it will be a shame if it is you make it so short that people have to watch it a few times to grasp the concepts. So consider making sure it's Short enough, but make sure it, that um, you get to the point quickly and explain it um, adequately and comprehensively, not obviously not too long, that people actually understand, your students actually understand what's happening in that particular lesson. The next one is training quizzes. The main goal of introducing quizzes, practicals, and tests to increase interactivity of your course, when it's more interactive, it's more engaging for students in the long run. Make them do a compulsory quiz or test at the end of each module or implement what they learn. Implement for me, for example, I'm a visual learner and I love the ability to implement what I've learned to make sure I understand what I've learned. This should be an expected part of the course so students are transformed as they complete the module. Their scores at the end of each quiz will tell you if they are following the course or not.
So your online course should be practical and relatable. You want your students to complete the course, to, so make sure it fits their lifestyle by breaking it up into manageable pieces and keeping the overall length of the course manageable. Once you have set your goals for your course, you can begin considering the most effective way to present your materials to manage time. You are encouraged to schedule a call with me uh, if you'd like um, assistance in planning out your course. You can head over to successunscrambled.com forward slash EP254 to get access to the show notes. That's successunscrambled.com forward slash EP254 to get access to the show notes. This episode of the Success Unscrambled podcast has ended, but be sure to subscribe to be the first to learn how to exponentially grow your coaching business with more tips and tricks in tech, marketing, and systems. That way, you can become more profitable, allowing you to hire a supportive team. Remember to leave a five-star rating with valuable feedback so that we can continue to bring you content that gives you results. See you on the next episode.